Hello, everybody. You are listening to Rated M for McPhail. I'm Audrey. I'm Erin. And today we are going to be talking about the second Indiana Jones film, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Hi. 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 Yeah. Erin's super excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, I watched man. it for the first time this morning, so... Wow. That's a great way to wake up. Yeah. I mean, not really. It's, that's a lot to take in in the morning, but um, it's good. Yeah, it was, it was pretty dark. I'm not going to yes. lie. Yes. I think I'm just, like, numb to it now, though, where I'm just, like, it's, like, goofy and silly to me. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but how old were you when you watched this movie for the first time? I, like, under the age of seven, I would say. Under the age okay. of, like, de- yeah. So, Sub seven. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of violence in this movie. This is actually the movie I saw on Wikipedia that sort of prompted them to make a PG-13 Yeah, it was this and Gremlins, because like, they both were came out, I guess, this year. And 84, both, both yeah. of them were like, hey, this is not like good for PG, like, but this mm, isn't Maybe R. we should have a middle ground between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it was, yeah. So definitely too young, but I don't remember, like, being scared by it or being thrown. I mean, maybe I'm just, like, a sociopath and don't have, like, feeling, but um, I remember, like, the alligators at the end being kind of scarier than, like, anything else I saw in the movie. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like this the, the violence that's in this movie is sort of, yeah, it's, like, cartoony. And yeah. so it's not, it's not super scary. I feel like the bugs... Oh, the bugs are so gross. But I feel like like, it was, like, the whole movie seems just, like, fake, so maybe I just, like, knew that it was a movie and it wasn't that intense for me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't remember my parents ever, like, telling me to look away for anything. I only remember that in Last Crusade, which I don't know if we talked about that last time, but we can talk about it next time. Like, I don't remember any, like, having to leave the room, uh, TBT to grandpas, (laughs) Um, or anything like that. I also feel like parents will take their cues from kids. Like, if kids are, you know, if, like, they watch a movie and they end up having nightmares about it, then the next time um, the parents will be like, oh, hey, like, maybe this is a movie that we should, you know, you should close your eyes for this part, stuff like that. But, you know, if you're just staring dead-eyed at the screen, maybe they felt <laughs> that they, they didn't need to, uh, you know, give you warnings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I won't defend it. I've asked them both about it multiple times. And they're like, yeah, I mean, you're fine. You turned out fine. So yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true to some extent. But um, yeah, I feel like I remember watching this one a lot more when I was little. Like when I got older in like high school and stuff, I definitely remember watching Raiders way more. But I, I feel like Shannon and I both liked this one a lot. <laughs> hmm. So, I don't know. That's probably weird, but it's fine. Um, I still like it a lot. It gets a bad rap. I feel like I'm defending it more now, more often than not. And, like, there are parts of it that I think are, like, really, really good. And then parts that are obviously bad and racist and, like, why is this in the movie? Yeah. (laughs) But then, yeah. yeah. So, altogether, it's a little bit of a mess. But, like, certain scenes, I'm like, oh, this this is good. This is really good. (laughs) Yeah, and one of the first things I noticed about this movie when I started watching it is that for me, Raiders of the Lost Ark You know, but Temple of Doom like immediately feels like an eighties movie. Yes. Oh definitely. Like the second it starts, even just the the credit sequence. Oh is, so good. Oh, like like, I don't know if you noticed this, when the Paramount logo, the Big Mountain, dissolved the into gong. the gong. Yeah, yeah, it's dope. I did. <laughs> I think, okay. It's like, oh, there's the gong. Yeah, there it is. I think this, the beginning of the movie is like, my parents were like, oh, like, a girl would like to watch this because it's like a big song and dance number in an Indiana yeah. Jones movie. Yeah, it's like a Busby Berkeley musical yeah, number yeah. credit sequence. So, like, I get it. Spielberg kind of has a hard on for that type of thing. So, like, it makes sense for him, but... <laughs> In the Indiana Jones movies, it might be, like, the most out-of-place sequence. Yeah, and it feels like if that's what you're going to lead with your movie, yeah. it's kind of a little strange. But also, I couldn't it... help but notice the number of white people pretending to be Asian in the oh, musical yep. number. Yep. Yeah, it's bad. No, yeah, the whole opening Ooh. opening sequence in Shanghai is pretty... Also sets the tone for the just racism that's going to continue. Yeah, um, yeah. There's something else I was going to say. Now I forget about the opening. I don't know. I, this is the first time. I, I did not know Anything Goes was like a musical. Oh, yeah. Initially. This is the first time I had heard it ever in my life. So I would like hear the tune of it and be like, oh, that song from Temple of Doom.
so that's fine. Um, I really like Willie's dress, the like sparkly dress, obviously. <laughs> it's very cool. Um, I read that it was like one of a kind and it was based off of, it was like from the 30s or whatever. And one of the elephants started to like chew on it. <laughs> oh no. Uh, classic, classic live animals that you're working with. <laughs> Spielberg likes live animals and bugs and just like gross stuff. And children. And for some reason. And the shoot so much harder. Yeah, yeah. And Spielberg's like, eh, I'm gonna do both. Yeah. Um, I will say I think that Indy's outfit in the very beginning is also very good. Like white suit yeah. jacket that's like James Bond. Yeah, I wrote down, okay, India's wearing a white suit, and I'm immediately willing to forgive any gross oriental, quote-unquote, oriental stereotypes. Uh, yeah, that's my iPhone home screen right now. Not the lock screen, the home <laughs> screen. It's just that shot. Just, like, I need to pick me up. It's been a rough, you know, few months, slash specifically this week. Um, yeah, this week has not been ideal. But it's, it's just a nice little, like, hey, what's up? So, and he's such a boss when he comes in and he, like, is speaking Chinese and they're like, oh, I didn't know you spoke my language, Dr. Jones. And he's like, only on special occasions. And, like, it's like a shady deal going on where he has to bring the remains of, like, their ancestor back, which is like, mm, are these stereotypes? All, the exchange is all conducted via Lazy Susan. Yeah, which, which I thought was I so was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, like, gangstery. Like, I like, I like that. Oh, this is what I was going to say about the dance sequence. It's weird that it starts off like that. It's so, like, lighthearted and happy. And then later, somebody's heart gets ripped out of their chest. Like, that's in the same yeah. movie. That is a transition. Even Not even, like, ten minutes after that sequence, somebody gets, like, a kebab stabbed into their chest. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, that was what I was going to say, and I forgot. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, the Lazy Susan. I, like, wanted one. And I remember going to Buca de Beppo for the first time. And, like, they ha we were sitting at the Pope table. And that has a Lazy Susan, and Shannon and I were just, like, playing with it. <laughs> like, acting out Indiana Jones, pretty much. Oh, yeah. As one does. Do. Yeah. Um, so that, that happens, and then, you know, he he gets the, the diamond that was in exchange, which seems like a weird barter. Like, how, I don't, there's a lot of questions from that <laughs> that I still have that are left over. Yeah. Um, like, and we don't, so... We don't really get background on what the diamond is or where that's from. We just know that the 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 thing he's trading are the remains of like Nurhachi, which is their ancestors, like from a dynasty or whatever. And um, it's in this like little glass jar <laughs> that looks kind of cool. <laughs> so they trade it back, and then they like Indy like cheers them and takes a big old gulp of a drink. First mistake, Indy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And then... Amateur hour. The, all the, like, henchmen are laughing. And then the one guy pulls out, like, a vial. And Willie's like, what's that? And the guy's like, antidote. And he's like, for what? And he's like, the poison you just drank. Like, so villainy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but it also... It's super villainy, but then it also sort of... The tone of it feels like a prank. Yeah. Like, he's gotcha. like, so punked. Yeah, like, yeah. the poison. So, like, we're trying to kill you, you idiot. Give us back the diamond. <laughs> so then yeah. it begins this whole kind of, like, there's a couple of shots fired and Indy's, like, friend who we don't get any backstory for just dies in front of him, which is sad. And also, like racist yes in my like oh this asian sidekick who's yep. in, is so devoted to indie and then just uh yeah. yep we can upgrade to a younger model yeah <laughs> who is <laughs> the best. yes so they get out so it's this big big insane like club sequence which i really like i think that like the whole going after the antidote going after the antidote and going after the diamond like that i think is really cool and fun and like all it's the balloons so and the ice and like yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's like, so the diamond falls, and then, like, oh, no, there's all this ice, so everybody's slipping around, and, like, ice looks like diamonds, yep. and then the balloons are everywhere. <laughs> yep. And and then the, he, he unhooks, he's, like, punching people, and he gets punched because he's kind of all, like, dizzy from the poison. In the Indiana Jones Lego game, you have little, like, like bubbles around your head, and you're, like, really dizzy, and you don't have your full balance in that scene <laughs> when you're, like, trying to get out. <laughs> Shannon and I have played a lot of the Lego Indiana Jones game. It's very good. Recommend. Believe it. Um, but then, yes, yeah, so he, un un he cuts off the gong and they, like, run behind it. And then the guy's, like, shooting at them. And it, like, goes in a circle. 
Yeah. Uh, this yeah. also sequence, like, there are parts of it that feel a lot more lazily filmed than oh, yeah. Raiders of the Lost. <laughs> like, where they're, specifically when people are punching and being punched, where the camera is just, like, right behind them, so you just see, like, the arm stick out. Yeah, and yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's like, all right, well, maybe um, not, but... Yeah. So then, yeah, so then they jump out the window and they go down all those, like, awnings, which I feel like you would die from, but they don't because mm-hmm, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. And they fall into Short Round's car. Before we get to that, did you notice what the club was named? I didn't. Club Obi-Wan. Club? Are you kidding me? Nope. Little shout out to Georgie. <laughs> Super subtle. Uh, yeah, not that subtle. And also, I was reading this, like, tweet thread the other day of, because recently Spielberg's been doing a lot of interviews because it's the documentary on HBO that's coming out about him. And he, like, somebody asked him what his least favorite Indiana Jones was, and he's at Temple of Doom, which is insane when you think about Crystal Skull, but, like, whatever, we'll get there. Um, but this writer I follow on Twitter had done, a bunch, had done a bunch of pieces on Temple of Doom a few years ago for, like, the 20th, 25th anniversary, I think, or something, and he got this, like, handwritten note back from Spielberg being like, yeah, uh, I kind of let George take the reins on this one, and he came up with the story, and at that time, George Lucas was going through a divorce, <laughs> so that's why it's super dark. And Spielberg yeah. was just kind of like, okay, I'll do it. Um, but then he's like, oh, well, I met my wife on this shoot, so that, I mean, it was obviously meant to be, which is, like, kind of sweet, but, but yeah, that's just, that's, that's been the explanation of, like, why it's so dark is because George Lucas was going through a divorce and because he was one that, one that, like, pushed hard for the story and Spielberg was just kind of like, okay, whatever, you can do whatever you want. It, it does, now that you say that, it does feel like George Lucas because it's, like, weirdly dark, but then also just like sort for, of- for kids. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, for kids and just sort of, like, sloppily thrown together, like, Joe Lucas is a, I think of him as, like, a world builder type yeah, person. Like, yes. there are people who are really good at coming with story and really good at coming with dialogue, and then there are people who are really good at creating kind of, like, the universe and everything. Um, like, George R. R. Martin, I think, like, you know, world yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, um, But George Lucas is not great at coming up with, like, engaging stories and coming up with engaging dialogue yeah. um controversial I don't think opinion he, but... <laughs> hot take yeah um i don't think he wrote it but he is credited on the story mostly and okay. like yeah so so anyway but that was the interlude to explain the why it's disjointed and dark probably and also like why there are things like the dance sequence in the beginning is like oh well it's like the 30s so we gotta have that in there and then there's like Later, we'll talk about the nocturnal activities scene, which is, like, just, like, a screwball Ugh. rom-com exchange, which I really like, but, like, why is that in the movie? Whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah. anyway, so now we have the introduction of Short Round, who is his little sidekick, who's a little... There's a kid driving the car! He's got little, little wooden, like, feet extenders. So he can reach the puddle. <laughs> I love Short Round. Um, He's best, Right? Yeah, like yeah. I loved him in the Goonies. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then in this movie, I feel like he is, like, the best part of the movie. The yeah. Saving Grace. He's the... so fun. He calls Indy out on his shit like all the time. Yeah. He's like the moral compass of the movie. Yeah. He's really smart. Like he catches on. He's he's like at Indy's level for yeah. like the entire movie, and he's eleven years old. Yeah. And so... he's funny, <laughs> and I love him. Yeah. So what does it say about Indy that he's like at the emotional level of like an eleven-year-old? That year he's old? terrible at his job. Yep. Like things like he somehow manages to like moonwalk his way out of these crazy situations, but it's almost never because of something he did. It's yep. like a crazy random happenstance, and he wins. Yeah, so, and Short Round, yeah. Loki, the savior of the movie. We'll get to that part. <laughs> He's so good. Um, so there, um, there, there's this big car chase, which I think is good too. And then he loses his gun, and there's just like some light, terrible characterization of Willie. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I broke my nail, and I burnt my hands." And so, what oh, are your what oh, are your boy. thoughts about Willie? Uh, as a person. Uh, bad. But when okay. I was little, I feel like I was like, I liked her because she was like a singer. I don't know. And I, I feel kind of bad the, for her looking back. Mark in this movie, <laughs> I like looked at it. I, I looked at the clock and I was like, oh no, is she going to be in the whole movie? Because <laughs> yeah, she's very annoying and very screechy. And like, I mean, to her credit, she gets pulled into this whole thing for like no reason. And... 
she's not equipped to be in the jungle. I don't know. She's like a cosmopolitan gal. Um, but yeah, no, very annoying. And she's like the worst female yeah. stereotype of I, just this is what women are when they're stuck in these terrible just situations. Like, they care about their clothes and their hair and like yeah, pouring um, like perfume on the elephant's head. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but then she gets kicked off the elephant, so that's kind of funny. <laughs> and also, I feel like like their dynamic and relationship Indy really needs to be challenged by like a strong smart woman otherwise his character becomes pretty unlikable because I think he has a tendency to kind of fall into the like condescending like okay doll persona like yeah. as it is yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, he totally. needs like you know a strong woman to like kind of keep that in check but then when you have this kind of just like screechy like shrill yeah it's it's, you know, then it's just, it's so much worse. Yeah, I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true, I might just be, like, they're using it as, using it as an excuse now, was that, like, Willie was supposed to be unlikable because it's supposed to be a prequel, so, like, he would break up with her to, like, be with Marion. But that doesn't, like, totally track in my mind because we don't really see the interim or how long they were together, like, whatever. We don't get the transition. <laughs> like, and he was already with Marion And he was with Marion before, yeah. So, I don't know. But I guess, but I think, and I, oh, I did read this, that Spielberg wanted her to be, like, diametrically opposite to Marion. So, like, she had to dye her hair blonde. And it's basically the opposite of her in every character aspect. But, yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> that George Lucas just hated women when he was making this oh, yeah. movie. Because yes. he was bitter and A thousand angry. Percent. I do, I was talking about this with my, with my bosses, though. And despite how, like, shrill and terrible Willie is, like, all three of the indie women have like distinct personalities and distinct characterization and they're all very different like you know like bond girls are kind of just like there to like fuck james bond and like maybe kill somebody or get killed and they're yeah. never really like fully fleshed out but like mary and willie and elsa all are like very distinct oh elsa sucks elsa is like i think worse than this but we'll oh, get no. to that <laughs> for other reasons like she's a smart competent hard-working independent woman but like is bad. <laughs> Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll to get that. There. But yeah, so no, Willie is bad, is terrible, whatever, but she does have good clothes in this movie. <laughs> I saw somebody at Raiders of the Lost Ark um, who is co- like dressed in costume as Willie, like with the like lay and the white, and she's like gonna get her heart down stuff. And I was like, <sighs> wow, that's very detailed and very specific, but like respect. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. So, so, they're, so they, they think that they're escaping. Yes. Um, and they're on the plane. Nice then, try, like, uh, Lao Shay. He closes the door and it says Lao Shay plane. Uh, Classic. And did you catch Dan Aykroyd in this movie? I did. I wrote down Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. Question mark. But I feel like I was cleaning my glasses at that point and I heard the voice and I'm like, that's Dan Aykroyd. But then by the time I was like, had my glasses back on, he was gone. So I was like, yeah, he's in it for Dan like Aykroyd. two seconds and he has like such a goofy voice and it's yeah. great. It's just like a fun lot, like the 80s. Hey. I don't, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but like I have a really, really soft spot in my heart for Dan Aykroyd because he reminds me um, of my dad. Oh, like, what? Really? Oh, okay. Like when he was... um. Like, if you, when you look at pictures of Dan Aykroyd from, like, I don't know, when he was first starting on Saturday Night Live, yeah. it just, like, reminds me of my, like, my dad's, like, mustache, and I'm just, like, yeah. I don't that's know why. Funny. That's funny. That's, I, I kind of always got, like, an Uncle Tom vibe. Maybe that's just, like, now. <laughs> Maybe that's also, like, the per- personality, too. Yeah. I don't um, know. Because Dan Aykroyd, though. like, his character, his persona doesn't remind me of my dad it's just physically yeah i mean we all know that your dad is ron swanson embodied of course of course yeah he literally is um yeah so he's great so they get on the plane turns out it was actually lao shay's plane all along so they're like fucked and the the pilots jump out of the plane while they're all asleep (laughs) i don't understand how they slept through that uh they didn't well willie was like waking up kind of and short round was waking up like indie i don't understand like you're supposed to have honed senses and you like you have to be slapped in the face a bunch of times before you wake up while the plane is crashing oh lady you call him dr jones iconic short round is the best uh yeah he respects phd level archaeologist um i uh, he's not on the next one so i don't know (laughs) i was like googling it to try to find out what happened to him um and i guess they sent him to boarding school okay well that makes sense 
Hopefully he got a good education and, like, didn't have to fight in any wars. And it's, he's, maybe he's, like, teaching archaeology somewhere. I think they said that they were thinking of, in one of the drafts for um, Crystal Skull, they were thinking about having him show up at, like, a wedding. Oh. Oh, there's a wedding in Crystal Skull. Okay. So. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, <gross. laughs> no, it's good. It's, yeah, I actually like were... that part of Crystal Skull. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're thinking about having like the actor who played him come back for that, but then they decided not oh, to. They should have. I would have liked Crystal Skull a thousand times better if they had done that. <laughs> Short round was in it, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they I was the... just thinking how much better this would be if it was just Indian Short Round. Like, uh, I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still, I still like it the way it is, but yeah, I know they probably would have solved a lot of issues. <laughs> um, I like you know, Indy is a bad dad and he had a bad dad as we'll get to in last crusade but i like this movie because it's kind of like he's trying his best yeah i feel like they had a good they had a good dynamic they were you know it's just a guy and his his young asian sidekick yeah it's classic classic tale it's like doc and marty yeah (laughs) except uh, yeah no it's fine. So they end up having to, like, evacuate the plane, yeah. but they do it with a lifeboat, which I feel like would 100% not work. Uh, no, no, no. They would definitely be dead. Also, there's a <laughs> the line in the movie where uh, she's like, you know, fly this thing? And he's like, fly, yes. Land, no. Like, the past two times Harrison Ford's gotten in plane accidents, my bosses have quoted that line. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pretty real. Harrison Ford, please don't die in a plane crash. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, no, they they jump out of the plane in a life, in a, like, boat. The boat would pop, like, the force of the, the, their weight and the speed would would pop and they would, yeah. And, and, no, and they would crash into the rocks and just die. Yeah, yeah, so they're sliding down, they, they, they fall two times, they fall out of the plane and then off of a cliff. Into like, like overkill. Into like rapids. Like, they couldn't have just ended this here. It needed to go into another extended. Yeah, they had to elevate it. <laughs> so anyway, they they landed in India, which is not actually India. It's Sri Lanka because the Indian government was like, nope, this is too racist. You can't film here. And also, I was sort of looking at the map that they were showing. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, the, the the Chinese pilots seemed to, like, they bailed out while they were still over China. Yeah, China's a big place. I don't think you could get to India in that amount of time. It doesn't seem... Yeah. I feel like the travel distances in these movies are kind of fudged because you can't travel that far back then in that short of periods of time, but... Like they you have to all like constant like stops to like reload. Yeah. Your fuel. Yeah. Fuel. Fuel. You just tap in the fuel thing and it's out. Yeah, it's great. <sighs> so anyway, so then now they're in India and they they kind of are near this village uh, where uh, everyone's like starving pretty much and they're missing this um, <clears throat> Shankara stone, which like gives the village power somehow. <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of... And all the kids are missing, also. All the kids are gone. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, well, we'll go find it, maybe, and we'll try and get these kids back, and, you know, Willie's like, nah, oh, there's the food, the scene where they're eating the food, and she's like, I can't eat this. And he's like, this is more that these people get in a week. <laughs> oh. He's like, you're, you're insulting them, and you're, you're embarrassing, embarrassing me. Yeah, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, though, I, I think less of Indy for hooking up with her. Um, yeah. Just kind of like, mm, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, he, you know, he doesn't know when it's, he's going to get it again, you know, because he could die. Also, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the food thing, I think, is a huge part of, like, the racism in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yep. Like, it's just like, oh, Indians eat weird food. Yeah, we eat gross stuff. It looks like bugs. Ugh. Yeah. And also, like, oh, they're all starving. Which, I mean, like, that's true, but... Oh. A lot of people. Yeah, it's rough. So then they're then they're traveling. Um, they're they on the elephants. So and cute. I just love when Short Round tells the elephant that he's his best friend. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> it's like, so I like. He gets like a little baby elephant, naked adult elephants. It's so, so cute. cute. And then uh, there's a when she like looks up and she's like, oh, well, look at those big birds. And he's like, those aren't birds. They're vampire bats. Uh, they're actually not vampire bats. They're not that big. 
Um, it's some other type of bird. I don't know. I had an, I had a like behind the scenes. I have a big behind the scenes of all the Indiana Jones, and I have like a little one that's just on Temple of Doom <laughs> that I got in like second grade at a book fair. Nerd. I don't know. Nerd. It is so like weathered though. Like I I found it recently, and like, all the pages are wrinkled, and like it's clearly been read so many times. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sure that I was really, like, interested in what, like, the key group was doing on set and, like, all of these, like, film terms that I'm sure I had no idea meant when I was, like, seven. Yeah. Um, but I just want to know about Temple of Doom. Um, so they're, they're, they have this part where they stop for the night. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The snake. And it's, like... Hilarious because she's like running around the entire camp because she goes in one direction and there's like a giant vampire bat and then she goes in another direction and there's a giant snake and then she goes in another direction and there's randomly an owl and she's just like screaming and it's very like cartoony and then meanwhile Indy and Short Round are playing poker and it is probably the cutest poker game yeah. I've ever seen in my life and they're both cheating. They were little cheaters. They're I trying to cheat each other. Short round, like, you cheat. Him you cheat. <laughs> this is not fun. He's like so mad. Oh, and then he's like scolding him. He's like, it's "You so make cute. me poor." Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. Uh, yeah. And then Shuri falls asleep, and then Willie she brings up fortune and glory, and is talking about like her dad or her grandfather or whoever was like a magician and. He was really poor, but he liked the, like, look on people's faces when he did magic, and he was definitely after fortune and glory, or he was, and that's, like, Indy's whole thing, which is weird coming from her because we haven't gotten this level of, like, depth in conversation for the whole movie up until this point, so it's weird, but I do like fortune and glory. There's a board game in my office that's called that in Indiana Jones font, and I was like, they should probably sue. I'm pretty sure that's... <laughs> Copyrighted infringement. <laughs> I mean, it's a good, it's a good like phrase. It feels like it would be like a Game of Thrones, um, like house sigil. Or yeah, something. yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, That'd be fun. I like that. Um, yeah, just like the Marauders, they would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so they get back on their elephants for the next day. Oh, there's a part where the elephant is like bugging her, and then. She's like, cut it out, cut it out. And then the third time, it's, like, actually a snake. And Indy, like, freaks out. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, Indy doesn't like snakes. Remember that from the first movie? Call Remember back. that? Yeah. Uh, but not really call back. Call forward. Call forward. Similar yeah. to the thing. I don't know if you noticed it because I talked about it last time. I did notice it. Yeah. It it's annoying, though, right? Yeah. It's true. It's like, what is that a reference to? It hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet. Yeah. Maybe Indy's a time traveler. Oh, we should have known the prequels were doomed from the start because this is George Lucas's first prequel. <laughs> Technically. Uh, <laughs> and there's all kinds of messed up continuity in that in the original trilogy, so. I just... A trade dispute. What are you <laughs> me about? A blockade. <laughs> it's so bad. And that is probably just as racist as this movie is. Uh, so. Yep. Yep, so a lot of things from the prequels were driving back from Temple of Doom. It all makes sense. So everything's connected. Oh, boy. So um. they finally, they they uh, go to the palace. They're at the palace, and they're kind of, like, welcomed, but it's also, like, it's like very, very obviously shady stuff is going on. Yeah, yeah. Because there's also, it's like, there's, like, a British guy there checking on them, because it's, like, colonialism. Remember that? Ew. Remember how India was not a free country for a long time? And they're like, oh, we love it. It makes us feel like a well-cared-for child. <laughs> yeah, which is like, oh. <laughs> um, and they, so they're having this dinner. Oh, they're like the Maharaja of the palace or whatever. And they, they haven't met him. It's this big mystery. And Willie's like, oh, does he have a wife yet? <sighs> oh, That's boy. actually, there's like, I don't know if you've ever seen um, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. But there's like a gag in, um in that movie that's sort of similar where Marilyn Monroe's like, I want to be at the table um, of the richest man on the boat because like, I want to marry him. And then it turns out to be like a 10 year old kid. Oh, that's funny. I know. I didn't know that. Yeah. So maybe okay. somebody was a fan of gentlemen prefer blondes who was making this movie. So. I see you. Uh, and, so they, so go ahead. Um, the Maharaja, it's kind of weird that he speaks like with an American accent and also sounds like the childlike empress from the never ending story. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like he just does. I don't know why. Uh, yep, yeah, it's fine. So yeah. So anyway, the Maharaja is a kid, and Willie's like a kid, 
Um, Shoran's like, what's up? Another one, another person my age in this movie. Cool. So then they start the beginning of, like, the most ridiculous slash racist dinner in movie history, maybe? Yeah. Because um, it starts out... They have bugs. Um, they have, it's like bugs. Like beetles. Yeah. And, and she's like, I like bugs for lunch. surprise. Yeah. Yep. Where they slice open the snake's body and then, like... Other sn- tiny snakes come out. <laughs> yeah. Which feels like... Why would you cook like this? This seems like the most inefficient way of preparing. How do they get them in that, in the snake? Do they put them all in the snake's mouth then? Because they have to cut it open? Like, yeah, I don't know. A lot of unanswered questions in this movie. Um, Um, I did read that Spielberg really liked this because he liked doing the, like, grossest stuff possible. Oh, really? He liked doing the practical (laughs) things? Clearly wasn't thinking about, like, the racial implications of suggesting that they eat monkey brains in India. (laughs) But... yeah. Monkey brains, uh, eyeball soup. Eyeball soup. I, that is, I think that's funny and like tr- scary. But looking back, I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. And I also looked this up, and apparently, Kali worshippers are vegetarian. So yeah. So nobody really AI did their research over. here. Yep, pretty much. Um, so yeah, and then they start talking about like the cults, and uh, oh, there's a bunch of jokes in this movie that I didn't get at first because obviously they're like not appropriate for a seven-year-old but um when they're talking about when he's like oh yeah i know you by your reputation from when you were in like some country and they threatened to cut off your hands and he's like not my hands and he keeps saying like not my whatever and i'm like oh (laughs) oh yeah i get it now um yeah, so then they're talking about the cult, and the Maharaj is like, you know, I thought they were just stories, and obviously that doesn't happen here anymore. And then he and the, like, guy, I don't know what his position is, the guy with the glasses, just, like, an aide or advisor yeah, or whatever. like, minister or yeah. something. Yeah, uh, they, like, share, like, intense eye contact, and you're like, uh-oh, something's going on here. <laughs> Maybe the Maharaj is not being truthful. Um, so then they, they all go to bed. And Indy knocks on Willie's door, and he's got a big old platter of fruit. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a sex scientist. Yep, and I'm like, yep. And when he bites that apple, oof. <clears throat> <laughs> and then they have this, like, little sort of bantery scene about, like, nocturnal activities, and he wants to, like, study her, and then, uh, like, they're about to do it, and she's like, I'm not that easy. And he's like, I'm not that easy either. <laughs> And then they're like, okay, you'll be back here in five minutes. And then they, like, separate, and they're both, like, looking at the clock, and they're doing, they're, like, looking at their teeth, and they're doing the same thing, and they're, like, whatever, I think. I like they're it being a lot. All stubborn. Yeah, And, like, yeah. I'm not going to be the first one to go over. And yeah. then uh, Indy's attacked. Indy almost so. gets killed, so that's mm-hmm. chill and gross. <laughs> There's, like, a fairly gruesome hanging scene. Yeah! The, uh, the fan. 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 Pretty messed up. Oh, I look, have you ever seen the movie Morning Glory? With Rachel McAdams. No, I haven't. And Harrison Ford. Uh, well, there's a scene in the movie where, like, when Harrison Ford, who's, like, Harrison Ford's supposed to be, like, this, like, news anchor, like, very storied, like, hard news reporter or whatever. Yeah. And he gets brought onto like, a morning show, and Diane Keaton is the host of that. And they're supposed to, like, meet or whatever, like, talk for the first time. <laughs> and Rachel McAdams is trying to go, like, back and forth between them to say, like, come, like, come into his room or come into her room. And it like reminds me of this scene a lot, and I want. I was like, "Is this intentional?" Because it's so bored. Anyway, a little aside. Uh, they're like, "She'll come," and she's like, "He'll come, whatever." Um, so similar to that. But yeah, so Indy gets almost gets killed, and Shorty like helps him <laughs> murder and they somebody. Find, uh, the the secret passageway yes. into the, yes. the bowels of the, I, the palace. I love secret passageways in anything. I always have wanted to find one. I always thought there was one at Grandpa's. Like, always. I like, In the, you know the closet that was, like, under the stairs in the basement? Yeah. Convinced that there was something there. There's not. I have been in it <laughs> multiple times. Like, there's definitely not, but if there was, it would be down there. Maybe I just it's also like a lot smaller than it seemed when we were kids. Um, yeah, like yes. it felt like it went back for a good like twenty feet. Uh-huh. But either that or the like alligator pit behind the laundry. Oh, machines. there's definitely one. Right? Like okay. Um. Yeah. So they find the secret passageway and they go in it and Indy sees like markings on the wall that are like Kali. These are the stones and just like all this like cursory information. Uh, and then, and 
there's a lot of bugs. More practical bug effects. And Short Round says that they're that they sound like fortune cookies. Uh-huh. And something about that didn't feel right to me. Yeah, well. And it was like fortune cookies. I don't think fortune cookies are actually Chinese. Uh, um, no, have you seen Iron Man 3? They're definitely not. They're, I looked it up, and They're an American invention. They're, well, I think they have, like, like Japanese-Americans sort of, like, popularized them in America. Yeah. And then after the after World War II or, like, during World War II, they became associated with Chinese food because it wasn't cool to be associated with anything Japanese. Uh, get that tracks. <laughs> so, yeah. So, fun fact to know and tell. So. Fortune cookies aren't Chinese. Yep. And, but still definitely a racist comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can all agree on that. Um, yeah, so there's a ton of bugs when they go into this, like, spike chamber, and Shorty backs up against a wall, and, like, pushes the lever, and these spikes come shooting out of the floor and the ceiling, and then they start, like, yelling for Willy. It's, like, very scary, and the music is, like, cr- like scratchy and, like, And it's chalk-wardy. also very, like, shut down all the garbage mashers on the detention level <laughs> yep. type of that situation. Uh-huh. And Willie, like, they're like, Willie, we're dying. Please come. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> there are two dead like, people out oh, here. No, there's got to be two bugs, dead people in here. Nails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so she comes in. It's it's so gross. The, 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 this, the size of the bugs, I think, is what disturbs me the most. Like, there's that one that's on her shoulder, which is like, that's clearly just a dummy. <laughs> the hair just, yeah. like, looks so, yeah. like, looks off. And then when she, go, like, is like, oh, I broke a nail. And she turns her hand around, and there's that big, like kind of praying mantis but like also terror hybrid yeah they're like monsters and um, the, how quickly they crawl up her i think too is, yeah yeah like i offensive. don't like it so then she has to go put her hand between and these like two holes to pull a lever and there's bugs in there and it's just like oh you like the crawly sounds and Anyway, she pulls it, and then the spikes go up, and she runs in, and she's like, get him off of me, and then she hits the, the, the lever again, and the spikes start coming down, and they have to get out, and then there's the, like, hat. He, he has to get his hat before the door closes. God forbid he loses that hat. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, so the bug scene's over, thank God. <laughs> yeah, but we was, are just getting bad. started with gross stuff. <laughs> So then they're in the part where it's it's like the cult, the Kali cult. The people thuggy worshiping. cult. That's what they call it, yeah. yeah. What are they, tuggies? Thuggy. Is, they're like a baby diaper cult. Like, uh, yeah. So intimidating cult name. No, so everyone's chanting and there's a big... I really like the look of this set. Like, I really like the look of the Temple of Doom itself. It looks fucking terrifying. Like, I yeah. think that, the scary, like, face with the hands coming out of it and all the skulls, like, that, and, like, the windows where there were, like, people before, but now it's, like, um, cobweb. Like, that scared me, I think, more than any of the bodily horror that happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. It's it's a good set. It's... Um, yeah. So, then we have, uh, Mola Ram, who is, like, the leader of this cult, and he is bald, but he's, like, red on his head. And he has like a like a cow kind of masked helmet type of thing. Good villain. He's good. He's got a good. He's look. pretty good. Yeah. And the the human sacrifice sequence is like it's genuinely off putting. Like that the guy is like put into the cage and he's like chanting because he's into it too. And then the guy like rips his heart out of his chest. Which, like for the record, I feel <laughs> Kalima. Like Kalima. Then... Well, it's like magic though. And then he's lowered into the magma. Into that pit, and he catches on fire. Um, when I was in AP Bio in 11th grade, we were doing, a, like, fetal pig dissection. Hmm. And my teacher was like, oh, why don't you cut out the heart? So I cut out the heart. Okay, so, the, like, the heart of a fetal pig is probably, like, the size of an acorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But, you know, I pulled it out and then held it up to my classmates and went, Kalima! <laughs> Kalima! <laughs> That. If there's anything that resembles a heart, I'm gonna hold it up and do that. That's just like yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> what one does. Um, I also I, like to use that clip of him getting his heart ripped out during football season because, like, that's what the Bills do to me. 
R.I.P. Sammy Watkins. R.I.P. Sammy Watkins and Ronald Darby and the being competitive this season at all. It's fine. Uh, that was that's, that's I know, but thing. there's always an illusion. Like I feel like I always get really hyped up at the beginning of the season and I'm like, what if they surprise people, you know? Like there's always that one team that's like surprising. Now it's like, no no, no we're gonna be like four and twelve. <laughs> well, I just loved that thing where they were like, nineteen ninety five was the last time we won a playoff. Uh yep. <laughs> yeah. People have been born, like, graduated from college. <laughs> yeah, it, it me. Like, I was two for that, but then I don't remember that, obviously. The only thing I remember is Homer Throwback, and even that was, like, hazy. Like, I remember getting I, yelled at because we were in front of the TV, but I don't remember, like, yeah. watching the game, and I was six. <sighs> I remember. I have, I have memories of, of the 95 playoff victory. <laughs> Yikes. But that's, uh, I was seven, so... Oh, yeah. Not great. All right. Anyway. So they have in this, I, I can't remember like specifically what scene it's in, but they have this moment where they talk about how they're going to destroy like Christianity. Oh, in that's, Western it's later. It's later. Like, it's when just trying to scare all the white people. It's when Indy gets like captured before I said drink the blood of Kali. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's later. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Whew. Um, anyway, so, so Indy sees all the stones, they're, like, in places on the, like, near the altar or whatever, so Indy's like, I'm gonna go get, go down and get those, and Mary, or, Mary, no, Billy's like, are you crazy? You're gonna kill yourself going after your fortune and glory. And then they kiss, and he's like, but not today. Um, and they go, and he goes down to get the stones, and, uh, Willie and Shorty get, get got. (laughs) Um... And then Indy sees, like, goes deeper into the temple, and he sees where all the kids from the village are, and they're, like, child slaves who have to yeah, mine like, for the mining. last stone. Um, yeah, so this movie has child slavery in it. Chill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he throws a big rock at the guy who's, like, whipping them. And um, he also gets got then, right? Yeah, they've all <laughs> yeah, so gotten got. So then this, so then he gets like reunited with Shorty, and then they all start getting whipped, which is like, why is this? It goes on There's for a such a long time, right? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so then he has to drink the blood of Kali and get like converted to this cult, and there's like a little kid who is also chained up with them, who's like, oh, once you drink the blood, you don't come back. You it goes into your mind and stuff. And, um, sorry we just heard dog sounds, but <laughs> dog sitting, there's a dog. So you're like, okay, so the Maharaja is not actually himself. He has, he's just like a member of the cult and is like against his will or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, also this is the part where they introduce the concept of voodoo dolls into the movie. <laughs> Which are not Indian. Definitely not. Definitely not. A lot going on here. But yeah, so they have like a voodoo doll of Indy when he's like, he's like wearing a hat. <laughs> So you know it's him. It's, it's literally just like, what's a creepy, not Christian, exotic, scary thing we can put in here? Uh, oh, yeah. voodoo. Um, yeah, def- doesn't make a whole lot of sense <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. So then, so then, yeah, uh, the Molaram is like, oh, we're gonna take over all religions. <laughs> we'll come for the like uh, Ju- Judea Hebrew God and the Christian God and like the Muslim God. Like I feel like says all of them. Um, Just get them all. Yeah. He, yeah, so it's kind of weird and, and not super clear the terms of their takeover, but so that he needs to drink the blood quality. You gotta have big goals. Uh, yeah, dream dream big. Can't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. <laughs> I just listened to another podcast about Inception. Blank check with Griffin David. It's the best. Um, but yeah, that's why I was thinking of that. So then, oh, oh did, I, did I talk about this last time about Carrie Fisher? Mm, no. Okay, so apparently one day when they were filming this scene on set, Carrie Fisher showed up in, like, dominatrix gear and started, like, whipping Harrison Ford. And then Barbara oh, Streisand also was there and started whipping him, and they were both just, like, berating him. And they filmed it all, but, like, I, it's probably buried somewhere. Um, so that's, like, an urban legend of this happened on set. <laughs> Um, so just think about that next time if you watch this for a second time. Well, yeah, and 
and also like okay so so indy has to drink the blood the blood of kali and then he becomes sort of like a There's shirtless that. slave he's to in the that movement wait he's in and, the in the with all the candles and he's like getting transformed and he's just like yelling a bunch yeah uh, i always think about that when i'm like super super sick i'm like this is probably what it feels like <laughs> i'm always thinking about this movie on some level so yeah i mean it's just there uh, yeah, so then he becomes, like, a member of the, the cult, and they're gonna sacrifice Willie, and, I mean, Indy looks great. <laughs> just gonna say it. He's, oh, yeah, like, all shirtless. Yeah, no, like, I mean, Harris Moore is very hot. Um, so then he, so then Shorty somehow figures out that if you, like, burn people, it, like, wakes them up. <laughs> Shorty is so smart. So He's like, Indy, I love you! <laughs> It's so sweet. <laughs> it's so sweet. He saves this movie for me. Yeah, he's well, like, he's literally saves everyone. Movie, he's garbage. <laughs> it's still like pretty garbage, but I love it. <laughs> it's like it's still better than like it's still better than movies that are made today that are bad. Like we have five Transformers movies, and this is better than all of them. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. Uh, better than a lot of superhero movies for sure. Like I still care about Indy immensely in this movie, <laughs> and I think he's a fun character. Um. So then he gets woken up, and then he saves Willie, and, like, there's a thing about her, the thing keeps going up and down, like, the the chain box, or the metal box yeah, the that cage. she's in, and they're fighting and waking people up. Um, so then they get, he gets the stones back somehow. Oh, Molaram exits in, like, a trap door. <laughs> it's, like, in the ground, and he, like, laughs. I thought that part was so funny. Like, I remember rewinding that part and watching it again because it's like, whoa! <laughs> and, like, like disappears. It's so cool. Um, so then they get out and they get in and they're going to free all the kids. Um, and then there's this big, like, mine chase, which was supposed to be in Raiders. But they were like, let's just put it in this movie. Indians um, were apparently also pioneering roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so the mine sequence is, like, kind of cool, even though it's, like, very clear that it's miniature. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, so, oh, is this before or after there's, like, the fight on, like, the conveyor belts with the voodoo? And, like, Indy is fighting this big guy and Shorty's fighting the Maharaja. Um, that, the the, ro- the roller coaster ride is, like, before that? Or, I, I don't know, I don't know. It all kind of takes place. Yeah, so that's all they're trying to get out of this place, and they end up on the edge of this cliff. Um... And they run up, and, like, they're chasing him, and they go to this big, big giant bridge. I really like the bridge scene, honestly. Um, I think that's really cool. Apparently Spielberg would not go on the bridge, because he was, like, afraid of it. (laughs) it I mean, it's pretty scary, but I would be totally on it. Um, so, yeah, so Willie and Shorty get all the way across. Shorty almost, like, falls in. Um, but then they get across, and there's, like, cult members who are there. And then Indy's getting chased, and he kind of runs after. He does that, like, Han Solo at the Stormtrooper thing where he, like, runs after him, but then there's, like, a million of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then he, one guy with a big sword comes, and Indy goes to reach for his gun, which happens in Raiders, which is chronologically after this, but then he doesn't have his gun. Um, so then he runs out into the bridge, and he's kind of surrounded on the bridge, and Willie and Shorty are there, and Molaram is like, the stones. Um, and then Indy's like, hold on to the bridge, and he cuts the bridge in half. Oh, I'm like, sorry, hold on, hold on, sorry. Oh, oh no! <laughs> My cat just got completely tangled <laughs> Headphones. Oh, knocked no. my computer to the ground and it's just stuck on the floor with headphones right oh, around. Oh no. Turn. Oh no. You're an idiot. Why would you do that? No. Alright. <laughs> oh That's alright. Okay, I'll Practical just. Animal effects, you know? Yeah, I'll just. Okay, so they were on the bridge and Indy cuts the bridge in half and um, <laughs> everyone, like a lot of them fly off into the ground, into the river below them where there are like alligators that are just eating people yeah like just out waiting. of nowhere it's like in peter pan where like the the crocodiles just like tapping the water like waiting for yeah people you to can fall like in. hear the clock ticking for the alligators yeah. to, to eat people um so then willie and shorty are like on they're all on one side and molaram is there too and he and indy are kind of struggling to get the stones and and molaram starts to try and take indy's heart out <laughs> And there's, like, a big struggle, and then the stones are kind of falling, but he keeps one and casts Molaram to the alligators, and they get up to the top, and, like, the British soldiers come. 
Yeah. So is this low-key, like, Spielberg support of colonialism, or... Were they, like, English, or were they Indian? I think they were Indian, but, like, led by the British captain guy. Yeah. Um, Uh, So still technically British (laughs) at that time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then they they head back to the village, and they give them their stone. And And their children. uh, And their children, yeah, they free the, the kids, and all the moms are really happy. And then Willie's like, no, I'm going back to Delhi, blah, blah, blah. And she starts to walk away, and then Indy, like, whips her. <laughs> like, catches her in, a, in the whip. Um, Not a fan. And they kiss, um, and that's the end of the movie. Feels like a little Oh, aggressive. sorry, I didn't, I forgot to mention when Indy Wick gets woken up by Shorty, and they're, they're about to go, um, and, and Shorty hands him his hat. I really like that moment. Yeah. That's really cute. Uh, so anyway. Sure is the best. He is the best. That was Temple of Doom. I love it still. I will watch it when it's on, definitely. And even when it's not, I'll just rewatch it if I'm feeling feeling down or sick. I feel like you probably like just play it in your head. Uh, like, yeah, no, I think about it a lot. The references watch, come watch very quickly. It's just like one of those funny movies. Like I feel like everyone knows, and it's like funnier than a Raiders reference. I don't know. It's yeah. Weird. Um, you know who else loves this movie? Who? Adam Scott. Okay. He t- yeah. has talked about it on How Did This Get Made, and I think he's, like, tweeted about it before, but he also, like, loves this movie. I feel like there I mean, are people, like, I, it's, I, obviously it's not as good as Raiders, like, it's not in comparison, like, as good, but I still really, really like it for what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like Temple is in that kind of category where it's, like, objectively not incredible, but it's got, like, it's got stuff that it's fun to kind of reference and make fun of um and so it's enjoyable for that but then it's also like good enough that it's not a hard movie to watch like it's fun it's you know it's goofy and short round's amazing so yeah it's like it's an enjoyable watch even when you're watching it and you know it's not yeah yeah the best <laughs> and i feel like it was also just like obviously after sea raiders you gotta see temple it was like in the vein of watching the trilogies and being and, and completing them yeah um and it's just like a fun little in between like and it's also it is i like it too because it's different like Ra- raiders and last crusade are both about nazis and uh i don't really know if i always want to see nazis since they're like real again um <laughs> but this one is just so like this weird cult in the middle of India, this, like, weird adventure. Like, I, I like that kind of, like, aspect of it. Um, even though Last Crusade and Raiders are arguably, like, better movies. I'm kind of like, maybe there should be a movie that's just Harrison Ford, just as himself, going around and punching modern-day Nazis in the I face. would definitely watch the hell out of that. Like, maybe if Billy Eichner can add it into Billy on the Street, like... Harrison Ford punches a Nazi. Yeah, just like a loop. I would watch it. Yeah, yeah. Every like day I, of my I life. watched the loop of Richard Spencer getting punched on a loop with like all the different there's music, just, <laughs> like the Born in the USA. There's, like the there's just a lot of people that need to be punched in the uh, face. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, I uh, mean maybe then then maybe for the next Indiana Jones they can just make the villain Nazis again, and that will work. Yeah, I mean. Not that the Soviets were... The Soviets are all... I mean, the Russians are also relevant, but... Isn't that so sad how, like, for a while we kind of were just like, oh, we're going to have new enemies. And she's like, no, it's still still the same old, same old. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think Uh, now rewatching Last... Or not Last... uh, Crystal Skull and having the Russians be the villains, it's like a little... It's a little more interesting and better and more fun to watch than it was in, like, 2008 when we were like, oh, okay... Sure. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just some guys. Yeah. 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 Um, now I feel you. Yeah. But so this so, is. So how would you how would you rate this overall? Overall, <sighs> um, I give it a solid six point five. Do you want to hear something crazy that I read on Wikipedia this morning? Yes. Roger Ebert gave this a four star rating, like four out of four stars. Roger, Roger Ebert is like. He is the most bizarre reviewer. Like, he's a loose cannon. Sometimes you think he's going to really like something, and he doesn't. And then sometimes he, he just, like, he's just like, yeah. Yeah, I still, I just look at it fondly, and I like it, and it's funny to me. And obviously I see the problems with it. 
yeah, yeah. Um, dated in yeah. many aspects yes. but like dated for like if you were thinking this movie came out in the 30s you'd be like okay yeah yeah that makes sense yes but you're like no this is 1984 <laughs> yeah like, they should have known better yeah yep like it's that weird thing where you're trying to like pay homage to movies from that time period with but but you're also keeping in a lot of their yeah keeping in like the bad stuff yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. I mean, I mean, it's an Indiana Jones movie at the end of the day, and I will watch as many slash any and all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it a lot. I'm really looking forward to the next one. Oh, um, you're gonna I like love, the next one. I love some good like character building. Yeah. Um, oh, he's I young love, in the beginning. Oh, it's so good. And I, I do like, I love River Phoenix. Yeah. Um, oh, he's great. On a deep RIP. spiritual level. Yeah. So. Um, it's wonderful. Sean Connery is also amazing, obviously. Um, yeah, no. Last Crusade is definitely, like, the most fun, I would say. Like, the most fun adventure. I feel like it's probably gonna be my favorite. Yeah, um, yeah. Just, like, just knowing the little that I know about it and, it's like, what like, kind of movie it is. Yeah. It's, a like, basically just, like, a buddy comedy with Harrison Ford okay. and Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. I'm always up for that. Yeah, and you get some old faves, like Marcus Brody's in this one again, and Saul is in it. So, oh, Gimli, son of Gloin. Yeah, coming back for the ride. <laughs> like I know his, I know his character name. I know his real name, but I just choose to use Gimli, son of Gloin. Mm-hmm. Yep, because, uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Why not? <sighs> I love these movies. Indiana Jones, good franchise. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm watching them. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, so. It's good. I'm glad you're enjoying them. I'm glad I'm also just, like, experiencing them in my head again. <laughs> I'm glad I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I can share in other people's enjoyment of them. Well, and criticism. Like, watch something that's so iconic the first time, and, like, other people are like, what'd you think? What'd you think? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and now you'll be able to, like, get references to it. Yeah. Well, okay, so there's a bar around the corner from my house called Lord Hobo, and they have a um, a sign outside that just advertise. they have like chalk drawings that advertise like whatever the new beer is. Uh-huh. And they had one that was like, the name of it was, um, like Indiana Jones themed. And they, somebody had drawn like a really detailed picture of him doing the thing from Raiders where he's like weighing the oh, idol yes. in the bag of sand. Yeah. And I walked by that and I was like, oh, I get it. But like, I got, I got it before because I recognized the fedora, but yeah. I would have understood it more yeah. now that I've seen the movie. Oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I feel like it doesn't get, like, I mean, obviously Star Wars is Star Wars, and we kind of can't compete with it, but Indiana Jones deserves more love. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Harrison Ford is objectively, like, better in indie. Yeah. I think he like he likes playing indie way better. I, I don't I don't yeah. remember which. Oh, it was on blank check. They did Crystal Skull recently, and they were talking about how they think that it was because Harrison Ford like gets to be portrayed as like intellectual in these kind of. Well, he does in other movies too, like The Fugitive. Yeah, but he's also yeah, like sure. a, like a badass in these. So I think it's like the good mix. It's not just like in in a weird space movie. He's like shooting people and like flying around. It's like that. Nah, oh, like, I'm blind. Yeah. Not a whole movie, but part of, part of the movie. Oh, in our office, we have a big Han in Carbonite, like, like a life-size model now. Nice. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, also classic. We'll have to watch those at some point. Oh, I mean, yeah, well, we're going to have to do Last Jedi episode, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the next time, we'll uh-huh. be watching The Last Crusade. The Last Crusade, which is funny because it was supposed to be the last one the last crusade and the end shot is them literally riding off into the sunset <clears throat> spoiler and they're like jk um and then they're like you know what why don't we why don't we dig up this old bag of bones literally uh archaeology well that's more paleontology but you, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, that's fair um anyway okay. it's gonna be great i'm excited Me i'm too. excited to watch it I'm super into it Me too. uh like subscribe comment tell your friends about this podcast any suggestions you have for movies we should watch we're always open to suggestions if you want to let us uh, podcast with your pet in the room (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't recommend she just literally crawled into my lap rolled over 
so that my headphone cord just completely wrapped around her stomach and then tried to get up and walk away because she didn't like it and then brought my computer down to the ground and ripped the earbuds out of my ears. Oh my God. And was like, what's happening? I don't like this. <laughs> she probably just has like a really smart Temple of Doom take and wanted us to get it. Yeah. You know? Um, well, well, that's her fault for not <laughs> communicating speaking, that with me. Yeah, I like moved forward to adjust my computer and Dottie moved and like laid down behind me so I couldn't lean back on the couch. <laughs> So I was like, okay, well, I guess I can just, like, scoot over and let you have this whole side. That's fine. Whatever. Pets are great. We love them. But we're there to pierce this world. Uh, All right. So now we're back up. Okay. Uh, (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Bye.